Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. And I'm Sam Donsky. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where we invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, the best things to see and do, and where and what to eat. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination inspiration, or you're just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away. Hi, my name is Farida Ahmad, and I am the general manager as well as a food tour guide and storyteller at Frying Pan Adventures, which is based in the city of Dubai, the country United Arab Emirates. I've lived in Dubai for most of my life, although I was born in India, and that is where my family hails from. I did spend a couple of years away from the city for university. I completed university in both Switzerland and the United States, but eventually moved back to the city and continued to live in Dubai. Now, Dubai is not a very big city. It's a smallish city, but it has this big city cosmopolitan feel. And that's because Dubai is home to a very diverse and immense expat population. As a city, Dubai is extremely welcoming, very open, very friendly. Usually when people think of Dubai or they read about Dubai, they're associating it with the world's tallest building or the largest mall, for example. There's a lot of modern architecture, a lot of urban landscapes, huge highways, bridges, all of that city stuff, which means the actual desert has been pushed to the fringes, but it is still very much there. And Dubai also has a historic quarter. And this is a side that often tends to get ignored, but is really worth exploring and a whole lot of fun as well. There is a lot of history to the city and to the country as a whole. There's a lot of culture that sometimes people miss out on exploring when they travel here. The Dubai Creek is very historic and the creek actually divides the city into two parts and as of a few years ago they actually extended the creek so now it cuts its way across what we call the newer side of the city and eventually empties out into the arabian gulf as well in terms of weather i would recommend visiting dubai during the winter now we don't have a very long winter but the weather tends to get better or starts improving from around October and stays like that at least until I want to say March. And then after that is when things start getting slightly warmer. So definitely plan a visit to the city during the winter months. It's also good to note that because we are a desert city, traditionally, we're not a very pedestrian city. And in my opinion, Dubai is a city of the night. She really picks up during the night and that harks back to the weather again because it is definitely cooler. This also explains a lot of the mall culture. I mean, Dubai is famous for having a proliferation of malls, but we need these air-conditioned spaces, especially during the summer when daytime activities come to a grinding halt. But during the winter, especially, there are lots of things to do in the city. You have beaches, you have water sports, there are theme parks, water parks, amusement parks. But I'm going to leave you with a few suggestions that you have to experience when you're in the city. One is visiting this area called the Historical Fahidi District, because this is where 
some of the origins of modern day Dubai lie. And you can find the Dubai Museum in the vicinity of this quarter. You can find a very interesting coffee museum. You can also find what we call the SMCCU or the Sheikh Mohammed Center for Cultural Understanding. If you really want to acquaint yourself and understand the local indigenous population and their culture. And we refer to these people as the Emirati, the true, true natives of the land. The historical Fahidi district also boasts a lot of quirky local art galleries. There is definitely an art and culture scene in Dubai. Shopping, of course, is all over the city. But one of my most favorite experiences, if you really haven't been to the desert or if you're looking for a very unique desert experience, I recommend ditching the run-of-the-mill desert safaris that your hotel concierges will suggest to you and offer a company by the name of Royal Shaheen. Now, Royal Shaheen is one of the few companies in the city that has exclusive access to a part of the desert called the Desert Conservation Reserve. This is a protected area and their activities, unlike a lot of run-of-the-mill desert safaris, are eco-friendly and they do not harm the environment. You will get to experience the desert as well as have a very knowledgeable guide who will teach you everything about the UAE's national bird, which is the falcon. You'll also get to interact with these birds. You'll get to meet desert eagle owls as well. Besides also getting to sight the legendary Arabian oryx, which has been rumored to have given rise to the legend of unicorns. So it's a really not to be missed activity. I cannot recommend it highly, highly enough. During the winters, Dubai also has some farmer's markets. It's interesting to explore those. There is an archaeological site. And again, I would recommend going there because this has recently opened up for the public for you to truly understand that Dubai is not just a very new city, but has some really ancient roots to it. I am also looking forward to the opening of the Museum of the Future. That is definitely something that I myself will be checking out as soon as that launches. The recent pandemic has completely changed my weekends. Most of my weekends are spent with friends having what we like to call house game night. So keeping in mind social distancing and all of that, I will meet up with a couple of friends and we will spend the evenings playing games while, of course, cooking a lush dinner on the side or ordering in. However, when the weather is great in the city, what I like to do is head out for road trips. And again, usually with a few friends, we like to drive up to some of the other emirates surrounding Dubai, especially up north. Emirates like Sharjah, Umakwain, Russell Khaima, Fujairah. And these are usually anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half drive. These are beautiful places and they're so different from Dubai. Every one of the seven emirates is different from the other. So there's always something new to explore. For example, a few weekends ago, I got to explore an abandoned cinema and it just felt like being on a movie set. It was incredible. Where to eat and drink in Dubai? You know, this is one of those questions that always stumps me because I never know where to begin. And once I start, I never know where to end. But I'm going to be a little partial and recommend that you experience a frying pan adventures food tour. Our tours specialize in the older side of the city. We showcase hidden culinary gems from the back streets of old Dubai because honestly, this is the side of the city that tends to get 
relegated to the back falls under the shadow of all those tall skyscrapers of the newer side of the city. These tours last from anywhere between three to four hours and they're entirely on foot. So you get to walk and eat, walk and eat. And along the way, our guides, our storytellers, we share with you personal anecdotes from our time growing up and living in the city. We give you fun facts, history and culture all around some really delicious food. Apart from, of course, doing one of our food tours, it really depends on the kind of cuisine you want to experience. Because as I said, Dubai is home to a very diverse expat population and all of them have brought in the flavors from their home. There is a community called JLT, the Jumeirah Lake Star Wars, that is home to some excellent restaurants, everything from Vietnamese to Italian to Korean. So just walking around there, you could discover so much. A few names that come to me are Streetery, there is Saigon, there's Hugh Koreana, there's Pizza, just to name a few. I would also recommend grabbing a meal at the Arabian Tea House. And this is located in the historic quarter, the historical Fahidi district. And here you can have a meal in a traditional house used to belong to a pearl merchant. And this is where you could also sample some Emirati indigenous cuisine. Apart from that, of course, we have a huge fine dining scene. There is a district called DIFC or the Dubai International Financial Center. Over here, one of my favorite restaurants to go to is Boca, which specializes in Mediterranean flavors. Apart from that, I also do love Greek food and we have Elia and Mythos located in two different parts of the cities. Another place I love eating at is an Argentinian steakhouse called Asado, which is located in downtown Dubai. And the final recommendation, but this is by no means a comprehensive list. I also like to go to International City, which is Dubai's unofficial Chinatown, because those restaurants specialize in authentic Chinese cuisine from all its different provinces. But yes, that is Dubai in a nutshell. Everything from Levantine cuisine to Mediterranean to the Far East. And oh, before I forget, we also have some amazing Indian food in the city. So my insider tips for the city. Now, I've already mentioned a few, but another one is if you don't have too much time in the city, I would highly recommend getting an Abra ride. An Abra is a traditional boat, which will take you from one side of the creek to the other. And for just a simple crossing, it is as little as one dirham per person, or you can even book out a little private Abra for anywhere between 15 to 20 dirhams for a simple crossing. I also recommend going to the Dubai frame. Now, personally, I have not yet been up to the Burj Khalifa, but I love going to the Dubai frame because this is the one place in the city where you can actually glimpse both the older side of the city and the newer side at the same time. And for both the opera and the Dubai frame, I recommend going just before sunset because it's a magical feeling seeing the city come alive and light up just when the sun is setting. On the foodie side, do not leave the city without trying Dibba Bay oysters. Dibba Bay is towards the north of the country, and this is the region's first oyster farm, and they have begun to supply to a lot of restaurants. So do check them out. They are absolutely delicious. In terms of unique gifts, 
ditch the usual souvenirs and I would say grab some camel milk chocolate. That makes for an excellent gift idea. Thank you so much for having me and I really hope that I have tempted you into visiting Dubai. Thank you.